It's 12 o'clock in the morning. You smoked all of the weed that your lungs could possibly sustain. Drunk two Mad Dog 2020s and had a Red Bull to chase both. You want to eat. But you can't afford $8 and $9 at your local taqueria that makes quality Mexican food. But that same $8, half of that, $4, you could buy four bean burritos, one four cheese nachos, and Taco Bell. Yes, the food will be shittier. Yes, it will make your stomach hurt in the morning. Yes, it's the equivalent of, of drinking two laxatives from CVS. But you know what? It will satisfy you for right now. Taco Bell, are you in good hands? Watch the base like I did and thought to yourself, what in the fuck has the leadership of our country come to? And that's what I asked myself all last night. So let me just let y'all know where I stand when it comes to Trump, when it comes to Biden, before we get into this. I do not find either of them unlikable. When it comes to Trump's current presidency, he has done things that I do agree with. He has done things that I don't agree with. The way that he has handled the relationship between our country and North Korea, I am totally in favor. When North Korea first made those threats, they were talking about blowing up the country and et cetera, et cetera. You're sending shots and they have missiles aimed to our state. I was worried about that. Hey, how you guys doing? You saw one back, right? Si, ella corre ahí. Oh, corrió para allá? Si. Okay, gracias. De nada. Uh, Battle. But anyway, with that being said, so the way he handled the situation with North Korea, I was totally prepared. The way he handled, like, for example, the North Dakota pipeline situation, I was totally against that. How he canceled racial insensitivity training, which they touched on in the debate last night, I was totally against that. So he's done things that I agree with and I don't agree with. When it comes to Biden, just for me personally, I don't know the appeal of a Joe Biden unless you are just a die-hard Obama fan or a die-hard Democrat who's going to support anybody that the Democratic Party sits in front of you. I can tell you as a grown man, I am not inspired by the leadership of a Joe Biden. Now, objectively speaking, and keep in mind, like I've already said, I do not like Donald Trump. Trump. I do not like this man. But objectively speaking, I can see how you can look at this man and see a leader. Regardless of the fact that he's called like a 14-year-old who got caught hiding and beating his uh, homework to a dog, you can see where, okay, this parent, the way he was trying to bully Joe Biden the whole time, I can see how somebody could look at that and be entertained and be like, okay, I see this is a charismatic leader. Now, as we can all say, objectively speaking, the thing that fucks Trump up so much is he says a lot of stupid shit. He don't say I canceled racial insensitivity training because he was racist. A lot of the time, the arguments that he made towards Biden, I can't say if they were supported with facts, a lot of the arguments that Biden kept saying, I can't say it. Biden, I, I think Biden overlooked a lot of things and lied a lot of the time. I think the issue I have with Biden, to be honest with you, is I can I easily tell the most the most common critique I would hear about our Donald J. Trump is Donald J. Trump always puts his foot in his mouth. And the most common critique I would hear about Joe Biden is Joe Biden doesn't know which fucking words is coming out of his mouth and what words to put in his mouth. It's kind of interesting to see that I'm hearing the same critique about both men from either side. Both these motherfuckers do not know how to use their words. These are supposed to be the leaders of our country. That's what gets me to the point where I'm like, how did we get to this? And I think the sum up, the sum up point of this whole broadcast, I think for me can be...
camera photo. Podcast is this is why I say local elections are important because I don't know. Like I'm really I'm really shocked that this is the greatest country in the this is the greatest country on earth. Honestly, feel that like in my heart. And I really cannot believe on the greatest country in the earth. This these between these two motherfuckers are the people that we are the people that we have to choose to be the leaders of our country. That's just a sad to me. Like two people who don't both do not know how to speak in public, two people who don't have their facts to correct. Both of them spent the same amount of time both of them spent the same amount of time trying to convince everybody else that the other is racist. Joe Biden says Trump is racist for the things he said in the past. Donald J. Trump says Joe Biden is racist for supporting the crack for the uh, the 1993 crack laws. Now, let me say this. The only reason I will cut Joe Biden for crack when it comes to supporting the 1993 crack laws is because in his defense at that time, there were a lot of seniors and elders and politicians in the black community at that time who did support those same laws as well. So I can't necessarily say that Biden was racist in, for doing that because there is a certain amount of at that time in the 1990s, there was a large amount of older, like I said, black people who were leaders of our communities or politicians who did support the 1993 crack laws as well. Because in their eyes, that was the first, that was the first step in being able to clean up our neighborhood and clean up our streets. So I can't kill Biden for that. I can kill Trump when it comes to the racism car for the comments that he's made about Middle Eastern people. I can kill Trump for the comments that he's made about Mexicans saying when they come here, they don't bring their best. They don't bring their, hold on real quick. My camera's messing up. Okay. You can critique, you can critique Trump when he said they don't bring their best. They're bringing criminals. They're bringing rapists, et cetera, et cetera. Now, with that being said, are there criminals coming from the border? Are there criminals crossing over our border from Mexico? Absolutely. Now, with that being said, I can tell you the overwhelming majority if you live in California, if you are a citizen of California, if you've worked doing construction, you can you can honestly say the majority of people who come to the south of the border, these motherfuckers are contributing to our economy. They're building our homes, they're picking our fruits, they're working at our flea market. So that's where the critique comes to Trump about that. My biggest issue with Trump when it comes to the matter of race isn't even necessarily because he to be honest with you, like I said, my first impression of Trump growing up, my mother bought a I told this story on this on this same group a long time ago. My mother purchased a book from Barnes and Noble, written by some called Kick Ass and Do It Well. It said, This man's really good in business. I want you to be like him growing up. So, up until the last few years, even up until now, I've always had a kind of biased view about Trump just because that was my first impression of him. So, my issue with Trump isn't necessarily how he handles race or how he handles relationships with the black community. That's not my issue. My issue with Trump is how he divides himself. Trump Trump and his nativeness is a businessman. And with business, one of the key elements they teach you in business is focus on your customer, focus on your group. Focus on them, focus on them. Sell, 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 give group. Fuck everybody else. Focus on your group. Focus on your key customer. And in my opinion, he's running the country like that, which is scary because I was young when Barack Obama was president, so I don't know. I don't remember Barack Obama waging a whole entire war against the right. I don't remember Barack Obama lumping the whole entire right side of the country, all of the Republicans, with being just right-wing extremists, white supremacist, KKK, torch. And granted, because that was one of the that was one of the moments in the uh, 
gave the debate that kind of went viral. He refused to condone white supremacy. Now I will say this, I want to say a year and a half ago this is where devil's advocate. I have heard him say in his speech that this country has no place for white supremacy, etc. Et so I have heard him say that before. I have heard him say that I don't think he's a white supremacist. I do not think he's a white supremacist. But a lot of his supporters and a lot of the family of his supporters are, regardless of what you want to say. I noticed that Donald Trump, I noticed that Joe Biden was reluctant to condemn condemn Antifa. I don't support Antifa. I think it's bullshit. And so I noticed that Biden from both sides. Trump was reluctant to condemn the Proud Boys. Joe Biden was reluctant to condemn Antifa. I think both of them are groups you can argue it's like, both of them are not good for the country. Both of them are causing, causing bullshit everywhere they go. I keep pausing because there's mosquitoes biting me. These mosquitoes are tearing me up out here. All I have to do is stop the bottle spin by one little small bottle of, um, of bug spray. And this would have stopped all of this, but it is what it is. So that's my understanding of that. But I don't know. The issue I've never gotten out, and I, I've always said this when it comes to like the left side and the right side is, Somewhere in the middle, I feel like they can meet and come to an agreement about certain topics. Somewhere in the middle, they can come to a middle and agree about certain topics. Trump kept uh, Trump kept telling saying Joe Biden wants to keep this economy closed and wants to keep the country closed. Bro, the country closed under you. The country closed under you. Our economy closed under you. The pandemic happened under you. So you're trying to accuse Joe Biden of keeping things the way that you have allowed them to be. So I don't understand where the critique comes in that. Like, I tell, like, I always say, like, at my job, if, if whether I'm at the job and whether I'm at the gym, it never fails. There's always somebody who comes and says, wait for the election, wait for the election, wait for the This pandemic and our economy falling happened under Trump's presidency. And Joe Biden is pretty much okay with the economy necessarily keeping closed or with a slow reopening until, quote unquote, this corona thing is figured out, even though we have already basically discovered that, at least in this country, the mortality rate for it is pretty low. So I don't understand. This brings me that this brings me back to the point, the point of me saying, I really do not know what the fuck we are hoping for in this country. I really do not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have no footing in this race. When it came to who I was voting for, my plan for who I was going to vote for was who. My plan for who I was going to vote for was initially based on who was going to serve who was going to serve my community. I learned last Thursday that Trump came up with this idea called the Platinum Plan, which was supposed to donate money to institutions that loan business. you're going to invest money into institutions that loan money to that loan money to black businesses that's that's not a clear message that's like saying we can all get a damn loan that could be anything that could be bank bank of america it's not like bank of america bank of america and chase aren't getting aren't giving loans to minorities they're giving loans to minorities that's a very big statement that's basically saying okay i'm gonna give money to chase and bank of america or wells fargo and sometimes they give money to black people so it's the same thing i'm helping and then also, when it comes to Joe, Joe Biden's plan, Joe Biden has a Lift Every Voice initiative, which is supposed to invest more money in HBCUs, which are historically black colleges, et cetera, et cetera. But at this age, I'm kind of 
critical of the effectiveness of college in 2020, particularly HBCUs, because I don't know if a lot of them are updated with the majors. They, with the majors to study, the kids will need to survive in the next 10 years. So, with that being said, it gets to a point, and I just started getting to this point the last few days when I was thinking, I don't know if I necessarily care so much about who wins because the issues that I want to change for my community or the things that, I've, that are really important to me, my person and the community of people who look like me, I don't know if they're things that I want handouts to resolve them with. I don't know if they're things that I want to hand out or government handout because from what we see in government, they tend to hang government handouts the fuck over our heads. So I don't know if I want that anymore. Um, at this point, when it comes to the election, I'm not going to lie to you. I might vote. I might vote this year. And honestly, when I vote this year, I honestly might just vote all local politics. And right when it says, who do I want to be president of the United States? I might just cross out everybody and try and write uh, Bruce Springsteen over one of the names. I don't know. Like, it's it's just depressing. Like, I wish we had better options. During When the first half of this year on the Democratic nominations, I voted for I voted for Bernie Sanders. Everybody always accuses Bernie Sanders of being quote unquote socialist, but then right before he dropped out, all the things that Trump has done up until this point, you could say are borderline socialist. This whole thing with the stimulus check, you can say that's basically quote unquote universal basic income. How he keeps extending the, you know, it's an interesting question. And I, this is this is something I was thinking about today. When it comes to the when it comes to the critique about universal basic income, when it comes to the critique about socialism. These unemployment benefits that people are receiving, they this was supposed to be cut off July 30th and Trump extended it. So I wonder, and I was talking to my friend about this the other day, should we live in a country where it's okay to pay people to not work? And then it also becomes a conversation of, uh, should retirement be even be a thing in the United States? Should we pay people who are not working? Is that a form of socialism in and of itself? And I think I'll talk about that the next episode. I want to bring somebody on here one day to talk to me about it. But uh, I don't know. They have two more debates. Um, of course, I'm joking. I'm a vote, but I honestly really don't. I don't. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, I am honestly really not motivated to vote at all this year. It's just not like I don't. I don't. I'm not like I. I don't. I don't look at either of those two men and see somebody who I want leading my country. I just don't. And then it goes both ways because in this whole, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? I want you guys to let me know in the comments below. Much love and peace and chicken grease. Thank you for being a part of the family. Thank you for being a part of the mob. And until next May, shout out to the old man who's crossing the street right now. You guys have a great